Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Candidly with Coffee. Hey, we're back. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's another week. Just like that. Gone. This week went by like rapid fire. It did. And I, we didn't I, have no I, holiday. I can't even wrap my head around it. I've been really, really busy. So it's like. That's why it goes by quick. Yeah. Right there. The Great. days do. You're like, we're up early and it just flies, right? Flies. Before you know it, it's like afternoon, we're settling down. Ready to go to Lies. ready for bedtime. I'm in a race against the clock every day to get everything that I need to get done done. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. It's almost like never enough time in the day. No, I need. You know what I need? What was that movie where he he cloned himself or whatever with Michael Keaton? I think it was called like Multiplicity or something, where he had like he had the husband, he had the work, he was able oh, to clone goodness. himself. Could you imagine, could you imagine if you had a team of you? Of I would love that. Somebody meal prep and getting your food ready. You yep. don't have to do that. You have your editor. Yeah. Content creator. Oh, that would be a dream. Dude, I know. You know, it's like crazy because even if I had, the say, I had the, the funds to hire someone like that, it would be really hard to find. Not to toot my own horn, but. Because you're a certain way. It and, would and, be and, very hard to find someone that could do what I would want them to do. You know, do. I got to say this about you. One thing that you're good at that I'm horrible at that you're pushing me is to execute. Get better. Execute. Some I'm a procrastinator. Overthink things. And yeah, you know that, but it's okay because your skills are needed as well to make a good business, and we're in business together. Because when I was in when I was in corporate, we would take leadership classes a lot, like when yeah. I worked at Netflix, mm -hmm. and they would teach us how to hire good teams. And a good team can't just be a bunch of executors because then there's no like true visionaries and yes. people with the crazy yep. ideas. You need yes. the people that have the crazy ideas that are kind of spinning their wheels and kind of all over the place. They don't know how to put it together. And then you need the people who pluck out the valuable ideas from the, the craziness yes. and execute it. Mm -hmm. You need a good Facts. combination of all of that. Yeah, it's true. You're because right too many people like me would be almost like too conservative. Yeah. You know, and too, like, uh, rigid. Rigid. You know? I see what you're saying, yeah. You need kind of the the, the crazies. The little like crazies you. out there. We need the we need like you. Like me. We need... <laughs> A little crazy, for sure. We need no doubt. you. Uh, so I am actually gearing up to um, head out of town. Yes, For you the are. weekend. We are going... My, my cousin Lisa and I are going on a little girl's trip. It is my mom's birthday weekend. My mom's birthday is on Sunday. And it just feels good to kind of like her soul. get away um, on her birthday, especially with Lisa, because my mom loved our relationship. Yeah. Like she was like a second mom to Lisa. And, you know, um, so it's going to be nice to do that. So we're going to we are going to I'm going to vlog it. So. Get ready because that'll be coming next week. We're going to vlog the entire weekend because it's nice to have memories. It is. That's you know, cool. I've, I've vlogged personal things before. Like we've vlogged our trip to Mexico. Yeah. I've vlogged Miami. I think I've vlogged a few of our LA trips and those are so good. It's like family memories, honestly. Exactly. It's good to look back at it, you know, reflect. Yeah. So I'm going to vlog that trip so you guys will get to see that. Uh, but I'm excited for that. And coming up next week so not on the next episode but next friday's episode we are moving we're moving. moving so we're gonna move into a different space we're going to set up um our little studio in our home gym which is a good space it's a good it's isolated from the house yes it should be good sound in there good good vibes good vibes right good positive vibes yeah exactly because look what's gonna where we're gonna be filming it in our home gym. Yes. So, that should mo so those of you who have no motivation, that should kind of like trigger something. Yes. Send you a message. Like, come on. It's time yeah, to go. Yeah, because even though we don't work out that much in there right now, yeah. just because <clears throat> we've been going to the gym, we kind of switch it up. You know, it just depends on the mood. But Yeah. Um, we'll probably film back there soon, too. It's workouts. good. It's a good space. It is. Because when I was back there, I was actually walked back there with the vlog last week. And I thought, you know what? This is a good space to because we could be away from the household and UPS drivers and people walking in and out and yeah, yeah, and just set it up and leave it set up and maybe be able to do even some more shows. Yes, if we're permanently set up. Yeah, I gotta go back there and bust out more workouts too. Because sometimes I get lazy in the evening. It ain't so much to work out. It's just to get my ass to drive to the gym when I want to do two days. I gotta remember just go back there and knock it out. 
Sorry, guys. I'm going to give you a little ASMR Diet Coke oh, action. Here we go. This is like midday for me, even though it's morning. Yes. Oh, yes. Look at that. Yeah, you're right, behind, um, you're right behind me. I was up at four. You're up at five. Yes, I was up at five. I was in the gym by five. 5.05. I already did my Orange Theory class. I have been doing, just so you guys know, because I get a lot of uh, people asking me, what's your workout regimen? I do three Orange Theory classes a week right now. And I do it as my cardio, and I, I control it. I'm not trying to kill it at Orange Theory. I'm not trying to like Break any records, get the right? splat points and do all that. I use it as my cardio. I do either power walking on an incline and, you know, I really focus on just like low intensity cardio session during my Orange Theory because I'm really focused right now, again, like re-motivated on my lifts. Yeah. To, to put All on about muscle. the lifts, right? So I do that three times a week. And you'd think that, oh, you need to you need to lift like six days a week to get results. No, if you do three good, hard yeah, lifts right. a week, that's enough. And then I sprinkle in. The Orange Theory, which I do a little lifting in Orange Theory also. And then I do my walks. And that I don't consider my workout, FYI. Stop considering steps workouts because no. that's not a workout. No, they're not workouts. That's movement. Movement. That's just required bodily movement. Yes. So that's not my I, – I don't consider that a workout at all. But my lifts, when I'm at the gym for lifts, were there like almost two hours because I lift for an hour. And then I do – um. I do steps. I start. I, I get steps in for yeah. the second hour. So, yeah. and then Orange Theory. So I don't know. I don't feel like I work out that much. But people think like you work out a lot. I don't really think so. No, I mean, do you I? Know, you're pretty active. I guess you get it in. But it's just. It's usually. It's just like one to two hours out of my day. I guess because it's just part of my day. It's like yeah. second nature. But see, listen. When I go to the gym, I say I'm there for two hours. Not working out for yeah, two hours. That's the thing let, let me let, let's let's clarify that. Mm -hmm. Being there and working out for no, I'm I'm like today I'm different stations. I'm moving around. In between, you got to rest. Mm -hmm. Got to get a little water break, and then I end my sessions lately with twenty minutes of sauna. So that's in there. I do maybe ten minutes of cardio. So you know, it's not a hundred. It's not two hours completely of working right. out. Just the time you're there, a little bit over two hours. Yeah. But I think just people put in their head like oh. Oh my God, that long? But like, how much TV time do you watch yeah. every day? Or your screen time on your phone? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, I've met, just to give you guys an update on that, I'm proud of myself because I have been sticking to my guns. No telephone time in the bedroom. I, I hook it up I, to my charger. I put the screen face down. And it. I watch a show, turn off the TV, and read. And it's amazing. Knocking out quick. And this is the, the rule of thumb for the reading. I've, I've mastered this. If you start like dozing while you read, like you start to feel yourself dozing off and like you have to reread a line again or whatever, it's time to turn off the book. Yes. But you'll feel like it wakes you up again to stop the book and put it down. You'll feel like, fuck, and now I feel like I'm awake again. Trust me, it's, it's a facade. Just if you were dozing off during the reading, you're ready to fall asleep. Yes. Let so it go. just put the book down. And give it like ten minutes. You'll be out. You'll be out ten in ten minutes. I'm no, on but you'll seconds. be out in three. Yeah. But if I'm up after ten minutes, I will start reading again oh. to trigger the sleepiness. But it doesn't. Ha it hasn't had. To, that hasn't happened. <clears throat> no. I've been sleeping like a freaking baby. Eight to eight and a half hours of sleep a night. Oh, like goodness. golden. It's wonderful, and I've been enjoying my shows at night. Actually watching them instead of scrolling and watching i know i, I gotta break that habit it's a one it's it's, if i'm gonna watch it's like make pick a lane okay yeah. if you're gonna watch tv watch it yes. don't watch and scroll what's the freaking point save your scroll time for you know what my scroll time my scroll time is if i take the dogs out to the bathroom yeah i'm sitting on the porch i'll scroll while they're out doing their business or if i'm a passenger in a car, or if I'm waiting in line for something, waiting in an appointment or whatever. Other than that, I don't need to be scrolling. Yeah. If I get it's to true. Orange Theory class a few minutes early, I'll scroll. But yeah. that's it. You're right. If I'm watching TV, I need to watch. If I really, what's the fucking point of having the TV on and <laughs> no. scroll? I mean, you don't see anything. It's crazy. You, you can't get into a show. 
And then I started wondering, like, why can't I get into shows anymore? Well, that's why. It is. It's that's you're why. Right. No, you're right. So I don't do it anymore. Like I'm, I'm, I'm done with. I'm done with the random, the rando. Well, scrolling time. There you go. Practice that, people. Yeah, practice it. I've been putting my phone down earlier, like by eight, two, little by little, practicing. Yeah, and so, but what I do do is in the morning when I get up and I'm I'm working on emails, I put on a YouTube. I put on my YouTube, so I don't watch TV. I don't watch the news. I watch YouTube, and I watch the people that inspire me. I watch their vlogs or whatever, but it's not just, and like, it's not pointless because I watch people that inspire me. I watch workouts. I watch healthy lifestyle vlogs, meal prepping, people who are prepping for bikini competitions. I watch motivational things that get me like ready to go for the day. I do too. So that's. That is a benefit. So I do not waste my time on stupid content. The content has to be bettering me in some regard. Yes. Agreed. Not stupid ass challenges and kid stuff. Yeah. It's got to be, is this elevating me? Is this- True. Is this going to educate me? Yep. Is this going to make me motivated to go do my workout right now? That's- that's what I do. So Facts. I've just been kind of like editing my life a little bit. Editing your life. Yeah. I like I that. Have. Editing your life. Because my time is valuable, so I cannot I can't afford to waste time on stupid shit. That's true. You're right. We're on a different trajectory right now. Yeah, I just can't. We're on a different frequency. We change channels. Flip yeah. the switch. Yep. When you flip that switch, you gotta edit other things in your life to make it even better. Yeah, you do. And, and that's the Because you the got the thing. workout part, you got the sleep part, mm-hmm. you got the macro down, you got everything down. You do all right. your self-care, and now you're mastering discipline, putting your phone down, and getting proper that's sleep. That's what I want people to understand, though. Don't try it's to do just... everything. No. It's a slow process. You can constantly- yes. Don't overwhelm yourself. Evolve. Don't try to do too much at once. Never. Try to just, you know, every week, what can I do this week that's going to better my life a little bit, that's going to get me closer to my goals? But don't yeah. try to do too much at one time because that's a recipe for disaster. And a lot of people do that. Yes. They're like, okay, on Monday, I'm going to get on my macros. I'm going to do all my workouts. I'm going to get my steps in. I'm going to yes. drink all my water. I'm going to sleep eight hours. Yeah. It's too much. It's overwhelming. Like, I'm going to get up like Mike Escobar at 3 a.m., 3.30 because he's psycho, so I'm going to do it. Cold showers. No, one thing at a time. Right, you I did didn't just start getting showers. up at four hour, at four a.m. I was getting up at like six right. or five ish. You were getting up at four, taking the dog. Yeah, out. I it was took me a minute up. to get there. But you did cold showers first, then you kind of got into that. I did the cold showers last December. Yes. Then you got. Then you started thinking yes. like, I want to clean up my eating. So you started to clean up your eating mm-hmm. and be more mindful. But you didn't do your macros yet. No. Then it's like you did your macros. Then you started getting up at five again. Then you're like, you know what? I want to get up a little earlier. Yeah. Then you started doing morning gym sessions. You've kind of just like layered on. Y- yes. Yes, That's editing the best my way life to do it. myself too. Yeah, you're right. You have been. Yes. Yeah. So, like you know, small changes over time lead to big change and and big progress for sure. Yeah. So, Facts. hot coffee topic. This came up on TMZ. Uh, another young bodybuilder is um, passed away. Neil Curry, 34 years old. He was in the 2022 Mr. Olympia. And he died. There's no details though about his death, but thirty-four. A lot of bodybuilders, I feel like they they die young, right? Well, you know, I don't want to make any conspiracy theories, but I do know this: you can only put so much in your body till your heart stops. That's all I'm gonna say. I wonder if these guys are very extreme in what they put in their bodies, like abnormal, like you know what I'm saying, like beyond the limits. To get to that look that they're going for, that superhuman, Hercules, you know. Well, you know what I have to say. Unfortunately, with his, I just looked it up. It was a he. It looks like it was probably a a self inflicted situation. Um, could be that too. Self inflicted, huh? Yeah, self inflicted. So aye, aye, aye. really sad. But you know what I have to say also about sports in general and professional sports including professional bodybuilding, it's not actually like, it's not a healthy lifestyle sport. No, it's not. People got it confused. Like it's not at all. Sporting, professional sports and bodybuilding are actually, they're extreme and they're not the most healthy. It is not the most healthy to take your body down to like 
ridiculous low body fat. body fat it messes up for women like bikini competitors a lot of times they lose their period it messes up your hormones it messes up your thyroid and if you're not careful you can really screw a lot of things up it's not a health sport no it's actually a perfect and and most professional sports impact your health in a negative way you're telling me that look at the pro wrestlers oh they're a mess they're a mess their even bodies scripted, are a mess even though it's scripted Who's yeah, going to be the winner? It's, it's still a body. mess. Hard on the, yeah, because, yeah, and how many matches they do a year? Look at football players, concussions and all. Sports yes. is not so like... Fighting. Uh, Look at my favorite sports, fighting, Muay Thai. Yeah. You know how dangerous like you, that is? You, We're getting hit with elbows, knees. Sometimes they do bare knuckle with just no gloves. It's crazy. That's not... Yeah. The human body's not meant for that. So it's it's important to remember that yeah it is not these types of sports that you see like if you see a bikini competitor and they're super you're like well that's not healthy yeah it's not no because that that's not a health they're not like trying to be the healthiest person they're not they're just trying to compete in their sport yes and sports in general are not healthy they're actually very hard on people's bodies yeah and in that sport particular sport bikini competitors and bodybuilding mm-hmm. let's let's call it what it is there's a lot of steroid usage a oh, lot of drugs yeah, rampant and those drugs also what you guys don't realize is yeah they look make you look superhuman but they also affect your mental health real bad there's a, there's a there's a pro and con with those do too much it could, it could really destroy you cause yeah. body dysmorphia it, it's weird i've oh, seen a lot yeah. of guys like go down the tubes with it bad there's mental. a lot of body dysmorphia. Suicide so is bad. rampant because you, your mental health it just declines. Yeah. Sad. So I feel sad. I feel sad about him. It's, that's. I think we lost. There's two uh, uh, bodybuilders that passed away recently. Another one was a female. She was 70, but she died of cancer. Oh, wow. She was like a pioneer in women's bodybuilding, but she died of stomach cancer. But so sad. Anyways, um, moving on. So I... It, this... <laughs> This is a hot coffee to you. I was opening, I literally was eating and decided to sit at the table and look at my DMs. And I opened up a DM from you. It was the most disgusting picture. And I was like, oh, oh, this is the hold my coffee goes to my husband because he sent me and I'll put it up on the screen. And it says, bitch, walk through the valley of the shadow of death for real. It's literally a crusty foot (laughs) in a bed, a crusty foot in a bed i saw that i started laughing i'm listening this to my wife because you know we'd be clowning we make yes. we poke fun because listen for many years we part those of you who know has been fun no we partied in vegas yeah. our old life did all that and what we used to see what do we used to see after the clubs babe and i used to make fun of them. all these good young girls heels off walking barefoot in the streets and i'm like they're gonna go drunk yeah. and lay in their bed and like they're that. gonna go straight to bed in we would always sheets. say you know they're not gonna shower they're, they're not gonna going shower straight. or wash their feet or you see them leaving like with other people like that they met at the club and they're going to go hook up. I'm like, they're going to go hook up mm-hmm. and they're not even going to like get clean. No. It's so disgusting. And you see them the next it. morning walking to the hotels, you guys. Yeah, the, the walk, walk of shame. shame. Mm-hmm. Walk of when shame. the na- same clothes from the night before. With their makeup all messed up. You've seen it. Oh my gosh. That's the worst though. When people walk barefoot. It's Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's disgusting. You know how many, you know how much shit and dirt and grime is on the ground too. You're dragging it into your bed. When when I see the dirty feet, because it, you would like, we'd be in line to get pizza. Remember, there, there's a place in in uh, Cosmo called Secret Pizza. Oh it's yeah, it's so freaking good. It Dude. is literally hidden. Is it kind of hidden? And uh, we would go get pizza. Yeah. And we would be in line, literally like you see girls in line for pizza with no shoes on and just gross shit all over their feet. And I would just get so disgusted. They're coming from the pool party, probably drunk, huh? Or the club. Or oh, the club, yeah. You're right. Ugh. Coming out of Marquee. Yeah. Remember if you sat at this, the, there was seats right there by Secret Pizza and there was an exit to Marquee there. Yeah, that's We right. actually, when we lived at the Veer Towers... We would just go hang out sometimes there and just laugh at people and people watch. Yeah, we'd drink there our was, Diet Cokes and eat our pizza and just was, chill. Yeah, there was people watch. so much drama. Yeah, girls crying, because somebody fighting. Because that's also where the security would take people that were kicked out They because they would go out that back entrance. Yeah, yeah. And that's where they would come out. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Damn, was, I forgot about all that. That is and funny. a though. lot of girl drama. Oh, yeah. Lots. Always. 
Always. Girls like, bring their drama from home to the trips. I swear. You guys are parties. the worst at that. Oh, my gosh. Always drama and crying. Oh, and... man. So annoying. Yeah. So much drama. I hate. I hate drama. Like, I would go. I had my crew that I would go to Vegas with. No drama. Never had drama. One year, we decided to add some additional people who will remain nameless. That year, that little group that we added, they had nothing but drama. Calling husbands, like all kinds of drama. It wasn't involved in my half of the group, but theirs. And my sister was like, no more. Like, no more adding your rando friends to our trip. We don't have drama like this. That throws things off. It threw threw the feng shui of the the group off every time we've even had different people join our group like in vegas there or someone tri- there's always some little bit of bullshit i know like yeah this person's never going to come here again with us that's for sure oh my god i see it one time and it's a wrap yeah i hate i there's a pet peeve i have to me vacations are all g- good times okay good times, good times. yeah you should be kind of like let go of things that you let go of like your things that you care about i don't know just relax. Just for that little while. Like, just let go and let be. I like to go on vacation to have a vacation mindset. Yeah. I kind of change a little bit. Like, maybe at home, I'm a little more rigid about things. On vacation, I'm just like, I just want to chill and every let's have a good time. Not make a I'll big get deal. Along. Like, you and I are vacation compatible. Yes. We travel very well and compatible together. We've always had a good time on trips. We've never been like drama. Yeah, and thanks to you, we're always early to the airport. Oh, yeah. I like to be early. Not on time, early. No, early. I like to have lots of time. Yeah, I don't blame you. It it is relaxing. I saw something so funny. I don't know why it made me laugh so hard, but it's probably you guys are going to think it's so dumb. But it was like a TikTok video of showing someone, why does everybody do this? You get to the airport, you get through security, you walk all the way to your gate just to look at your gate and say, okay, yeah, this is my gate. And then you go and walk to the stores or you walk to coffee. You know what I mean? Why do you always walk to your gate first? I don't know. We do do that. I guess to right? know that this is our gate and where and we're, we're like, at. Okay, yep, there's our gate. Yeah, you're right though. Gate 12. And then you walk all the way back like, across babe, the airport. Babe, you want some coffee? I'm going to go. Starbucks is way over there. Way I'm going to get some there. steps yeah. in. It's so funny, but that's true. I, I saw that and I'm like, oh my god, yes, that's me. Why do we do that? And walk all the way to the gate, wherever it is, because I just want to see. Yep, this is our gate. Because usually you'll <laughs> find us some seats, and then I'll go get us some food or coffee or no, something. No, a lot of times we just look at the gate and walk. Then we go walk and go to you know sometimes magazines, snacks, yeah. and go spend a gazillion dollars. Huh? Some <laughs> stores be triple charging. All right, comment corner. Comes to us from Jacqueline Simmer D five one nine. I think we've re-featured her before. She says, "Thank you for mentioning nine one nine eleven. I feel like the media is not giving nine eleven the intent attention it deserves, nope. and it's really sad. I feel like people are forgetting." Thank you for featuring my comment. I think you guys would really love to visit Boston. I hope you do at some point, especially in the summer or fall. I think it would be nostalgic for you to be surrounded by the Boston accent. Then she said this, and it just made my heart warm because she said, I remember you mentioning your mom's accent and how she pronounced Splendors instead of Splenda. She would say Splendors. Splendors. And that was just a lovely reminder, and it made me smile, like thinking of my mom saying, I want decaf coffee and two Splendors. That's funny. And she would say Refrigerator. That was Oh, yeah. And the car. She would say car instead of car. Car. Ain't that a trip? Oh, but yes, you know what? I noticed that there was, I didn't see anything about 9-11. Nothing. No. It kind of makes you wonder. I feel like they don't want us united again. Because remember, Joe Rogan talked about how sad it was. Recently brought up 9-11. He's like, it's so sad that when that happened, we all came together. We united as one. And now we're so like so many different directions so we're so split and then some there's so many different things going right. on but so many different movements i remember memorials and lots of things and specials yes. and yes it's like the this generation it's like fourth of july doesn't even nothing. know like think no. about it like all the people that were Alyssa's age they're yes. all in their 20s they don't even know about 9-11 they do but they don't 
I would think they really do, but they don't. don't. They heard about it. It's not. Yeah, to like, them, it's, it's, it's it happened, but it didn't. And the whole thing that we would always say every every year is never forget. But I feel like people are forgetting. Yep. And it's really sad because it is. that was like it's pretty. It's pretty disrespectful, man. A lot of people lost family and members and friends and you know club loved ones, close ones. I did. I sought out just a few th- a few stories, and I listened to some some things just to kind of like. I don't yeah. know, revisit it all. And it was just, yeah, very, very sad time. Mm, but I, yeah, I did notice that. I did notice that there was significantly less you're right. coverage. Now that you brought that up, you're, you are super right. Yeah. I almost forgot. Remember, we almost yeah. forgot. Wait a minute. It's 9-11. Like literally. Yeah. No reminders. No nothing. I don't know. Yep. Don't okay. Know. I'm going to share a situation. This past week at the gym, I'm gonna, let's call it the Gym Restroom Chronicles. Uh-oh. First off, we featured that story about the poop in the Delta airplane last week. Yes. Okay, as soon as I walked into the bathroom at the gym on Monday, I smelled a problem, okay? There was a problem in the locker room. It stunk so bad, and I could tell. Do you know, and I'm sorry, this is TMI, and I apologize if you guys are eating right like now, nasty but chill. I'm going to say it, so be ready. Be ready. You know how you can tell a difference if you're smelling just like if someone took a number two and it was just a stinky number two in the water versus a number two that's not in the water? That's out fresh. That's out like a dog. You know, it's because water absorbs a lot of the smell. I don't know if you guys know this, but so when something is out of the water, it's very stinky. So I knew there was a problem and I'm so glad I thought because as soon as I made that realization, I immediately looked down. And there was spots of poop all over the floor leading into the stall. So all the way down the aisle to uh, in front of the sinks. I don't know what happened to this person, but they shit all over the freaking locker room. OMG. All over. Like they were, sh- like they were shitting wow. themselves when they ran in because there was spots all the way in and into the stall. And it was just everywhere. Damn, I can't say, of all the years, I've and I've been a gym rat for way longer than you have, since I was 17 years old, I've never even experienced that in my life, that what you just I couldn't believe it. And I worked in gyms and been training in gyms, I've been in gyms all over. <laughs> I've never like, experienced that in my life. I smell that... stinky poo, but not what you but saw. how does that happen? Somebody couldn't make it to the bathroom. Shorts. shorts, and they couldn't make it. Something happened. They, they maybe did what I did. They, 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 they did what I did in Colombia. Ate too much coconut on the stomach. They were on the keto diet. Oh, it could be. I don't know. Could be. It could be. It almost happened to me. Remember, I was close. I was like, please let me get to the bathroom. Go let but this happen. But here's the thing: there was not a, a like there was not a worker inside, so they obviously didn't let anybody know on the way out or whatever. Of course I not. They probably ran out of there like embarrassed or shameful. Who knows? You know that's. Oh my god, I. It, I I was shook. I I literally was shook. So then, the very next time I go to the gym Wednesday, the first stall I go in, there's pee all over the seat, and I'm thinking like, what is wrong with people? This is a women's bathroom. Yes, now. look, it's I took a, a picture bathroom. of that because I'm like, am I being? No, is, that's disgusting. It's what a, is wrong with people? Did a dude go in there and pee on you? This <laughs> is. Obviously, they they probably didn't sit, you know, because you don't put touch your you float over the, the thing. Uh, you don't put your cheeks on a public seat, yeah, of course, unless you put a liner. Yeah, okay, but clean your freaking toilet seat. Oh, they're not gonna do that. People are just nasty. They don't give a shit. They're just disgusting. Uh, oh my god, I was so fucking irritated because I'm like the first time it's like the poop. Now there's like, ladies, this is ladies. not a, a like this is a nice gym. Like do yes. better. Yes. Yes. Do you ever see anything gross in the? What do you? What's the grossest thing you've seen in the men's locker room? Probably going into a stall like you did and full of caca and pee and not flushed. Do Probably you like the worst. see? You know, I'm. This is a really gross episode. I'm sorry, you guys. But another thing that like will send me over the edge, like it'll ruin, it'll make me nauseous. I want to throw up if I see pubes on the ground because I'm like, who has these long? Who has, Ooh. it's 2023, people, who has long ass pu- pubes? Because, okay, I haven't seen a pube yeah, right? in many years, Ooh. okay? We are very, uh, 
you're manscaped. I'm yes. very landscaped yes. around here. Yes. Keep so things clean. I'm I, not, get I'm really not, I don't like it old school. I don't need all that hair down. No. But who has long ass? I hate. I can't even look down. Like, I, I can't even. Because mm. I get so grossed out at the thought of that. But that's always what comes to mind, by the way. Back to the girls walking with no no shoes on. Yes. I always think, do you realize that people spit loogies, their pubes on the ground? You know how much disgusting shit is on the ground that they're and not walking? None of that dried up like dog shit that over the years have yeah. been stepped on and crushed. Ugh. and You know what I'm saying? And just dragging by different shoes. Yeah. I don't know. I'm weird about the hygiene. Yes. Okay. Weird about the hygiene. That's why guys get on, on women who don't take care of their feet. They talk shit about them. So they're probably, if they don't, they can't even do that. They probably don't take care of everything else. That's the assumption. No, exactly. That's my favorite thing about you is I've ne- you are the most cleanest person I've ever met in my entire life. Yeah, I don't mess around. Even if ice cold water and a hot weeder uh, heater blew up, I'm still taking cold showers regardless. Oh, well, we know that you, Mister Co- Mister Cold Showers. It's a cold shower. I even did it in prison. It's not cold enough. Guys were pussies in prison, and then our water heater would go out. They wouldn't take. I would still. Mm-mm, I'm not going to bed like that. I'll sweat and nasty. No. Oh. Can't do it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you, the hygiene, I don't know. That's yeah. very, 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 very. There's no excuse. Get no excuse. Me. I was in the gym too. Let me tell you my little story. But so far, it's been like twice this week. Two different dudes next to me on the one was an incline bench press and his body order was humming my way. Was it Was it on Monday? Did it happen on Monday? Because I saw you get irritated yeah. on Monday and yeah. it kind of looked. I, I was very like, bro, can you like take a shower before you come to the gym or put some deodorant on, homie? You like, know what happens just... is people do not wash their workout clothes or their over jackets or whatever and they sweat and it dries and then when it gets re- when it heats up again and they re-sweat, it's the most disgusting smell. Dudes that do that should be fucking slapped. I swear I want to slap dude. If there's men listening to this. Don't go sweat in your t-shirt. Throw it to the corner of your room and then you're in a hurry. You grab the same t-shirt. Throw it on. Go to the gym. You're a disrespectful stinking fool because that thing's going to reek. Okay, so here's the... <laughs> and then we'll move on, I swear. Ugh. But I've been so grossed out lately because we go walking every day on the trail and we there's a guy that goes walking as well on the trail and he has a shirt that says shut up and sweat. Here's the problem. He wears that same shirt every day. So you know he doesn't wash that shirt every day. So he wears a shirt that says shut up and sweat. And he's out there walking every day on the trail in the fucking nasty, sweaty shirt. Well, luckily for us, we're not indoors with him, so we don't have to smell him. I know, but doesn't it gross you out? You know who I'm talking about? Yes. You've seen seen him? Yeah. Or... Or he loves that shirt so much that he owns seven of them. No, it looks like it could. That shirt looks looks like like if he took it off, it would walk away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That shirt has, that shirt has like legs on it. I I wonder if we did a poll. Who's dirtier, men or women? You know, women are pretty nasty. The bathrooms, especially the stuff you've told me like, wow. That's a woman's bathroom. I heard stories from women like it gets worse than the men's. Yeah, it does. You know, because women have like their monthly and they're like not very. I've okay, seen, I'll give you that. I've seen some really bad things. I've seen monthly. Okay, like, I'll give you guys that. Like, like, men are dirty too. Like across the stall. Like because no. they, they maybe take it out and it like swings off. Oh. And, yeah. Ooh. I've seen some really. See, I don't, I'm not a woman. Okay, now know. do you know why? Because you get mad at me. But I'm not, I don't really like to use a public restroom. I see. I've always been that way. The I, I, only I, reason why I've been using one lately is because my, my bladder, I, I have to really just make sure I empty my bladder so I don't chance a sneeze or whatever. Yes. So I have been using it more often. So that's why I've been encountering some issues, but I never go number two. Like mentally, no, I can't even go number yeah, two. Yeah, I, I know that about you for sure. You got vacation constipation. Yeah, I do. Anyway, sorry guys. I wouldn't put a warning on this episode. It is a very disgusting episode. Hey, but you know what? We're all human, and you guys can relate and and have a laugh. Have a laugh with it. Why not? It's funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I wanted to come across. I came across this picture. I finally found because I know I talk about it all the time. How when we first started get to, got together, how we both started putting on weight together. I finally found the picture of after the. Tr- on that trip, after that trip is when I thought I got to do something because I feel absolutely disgusting. I found the picture. My stomach keeps growling. Can you hear it? That was you? Yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh. I heard I'm it. I'm sorry, guys. 
It's the it's the Diet Coke. But I finally found the picture of the most disgusting I felt. Mm-hmm. I, I have no idea what I weighed because back then I probably was really afraid of the scale. But I'm going to put it up on the screen for you guys. We were both not looking very good in this picture. But this is when I decided to turn it around. I changed everything. I dyed my hair. I got an, a fresh boob job. I... Eventually, no. got a, eventually got a stomach tattoo. So here it is, and it is uh, not cute, but that, look at my bloat. That's alcohol. My stomach was just filled with alcohol. It was literally sticking People don't out. realize alcohol, what, the bloat that it does. Oh, Mine terrible. Too. The scented gut it gives you. Terrible. Anyways, and another picture I came across was a couple years ago, and it just goes to show you how you had kind of felt like you were maintaining your keto weight loss, but it started to get away from you a little bit. Started to get away, yes. And this picture that I have up on the screen was just two summers ago. Yeah. And you were probably maybe maybe close to 200 pounds there. Yeah. Yeah. At least. It's, you, this is probably kind of close to where you started recently with your macros. Kind of where you were. But um, so then we took, I wanted to see you in those same swim trunks. So I yeah. had you put them on and they're literally like will fall to your ankles practically. Almost. They're just falling off my waistline now. Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Even when I bought those in Miami, they're a little snug. And I was lean at the time. I was on yeah. keto. Yeah. But now they're like falling off of me. Yeah. But did you, do you remember this pool party? Did you feel like you were feeling a little thick, thickums or no? I probably did. If I in denial. There's always denial. You know, we're always in denial. Yeah. We, we don't realize how thick or chunky or fat or overweight we are till we look ourselves in pictures. Then we're like, whoa. You, you have to look back and be like, whoa, I look like that? Yeah. You know what? It's crazy because you get used to it and you, you kind of like you, you, you say, adapt. you put on the pieces of the, the, the paper roll, right? That's why norm. even though be, in the past I have been anti-scale, I have changed my stance and I'm, I'm saying it here. That yes, you can find me talking about don't weigh yourself, blah blah blah. I changed my mind. I changed my that's mind okay. because okay that's how it gets mind. away. It's, it does. You have to hold yourself accountable. Now you don't have to go crazy every day, but stay close to it. Don't no, go too many days. Give yourself a five pound range. Give yourself a five, even seven pounds, because it's it, water weight and this and that. Just kind of like give yourself a range and stay within your range. Don't fixate on or get upset or fixate but it will hold you accountable it's kind of like it's like never weighing yourself is the equivalent of never logging in to see how much money you have in the bank bingo okay and just assuming it's fine you gotta weigh yourself or, or else it's just gonna it's gonna get away it gets away it i does. mean look it got away from you here it started to get away it started going back the other direction yeah if i didn't put a stop to it right yeah but i mean luckily you are God you damn, are back this, on track. This yo-yo dieting up and down, up and down. It's annoying. Because there are different f- diets that we've tried that are not sustainable long-term. Mm-hmm. You know, like this one's comfortable macros because mm-hmm. I eat pretty much what I want and then enjoy. Right. I make it work. Like you said, as long as it fits within your macros. I know yep. it sounds silly and repetitive, but it's the damn truth. Yeah. You know? Exactly. I'm not eating bird food. I'm not eating egg whites and broccoli and my chicken nope. breast and protein powders and that's all. Nope. Rigid. Rigid I'm don't work. I'm kind of like back to what I did originally. When I... First lost my 100 pounds. Except your Diet Coke. Really? Please. A little sip. Thank you. Sharon <laughs> Interrupted me for a sip of my Diet Coke. Okay, when I first lost weight, that's how I did it back then with zero resources. And I wasn't tracking macros, but I knew I needed to reduce my calories. Yeah. But I wanted to still eat things that I loved. So I would come up with like tricks to make my things less calories, but still eat the same things that I loved. Yeah. And that's what I did back then. I actually just posted some of my favorite locale recipes um, on my YouTube channel. So you guys check that out. But that's the kind of things I'm constantly creating. Me And I, I say recipes loosely because my food is not really recipes. It's more of like things I put together, meals. They're not like difficult recipes. Um, but that's how, that's what I do. Like for my clients and stuff, I get creative with things, making them yummy. but still calorie friendly so and, that they can fit in your that's macros. That's the best part. You're losing weight, losing body fat, and you're enjoying your food while doing right. it. Exactly. It's one thing like, okay, yeah, I'm losing weight and I'm motivated. But and, miserable. But 
I'm fucking hating this diet, but I'm doing it anyways because it's good for me. But I hate it. It's and then because then work. what happens? There's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time before to you break till crazy. you break, and then you go crazy, and right. it happens. Even right. the most disciplined competitors break and go the other direction. Which is the perfect segue into what I wanted to leave you guys with today, which is I want to go over some macro tracking tips and hacks. Go for it. So first and foremost, the number one thing that should be your focus if you do nothing else is getting up in your protein. I know I'll have a lot of women listeners and most women do not get in enough protein. They just don't. They get probably half of what they need. So a good rule of thumb right off the bat is think about what your goal weight would be and eat a gram of protein per pound of your goal weight. Just, Just do that. At least to start, um, because that's going to give you significantly more protein. It's going to keep you satisfied, and you will, without even trying, consume less calories just by significantly bumping up your protein because it's very satisfying when you have high protein. Um, but in terms of macro tracking, I recommend the Nutrition IX app. I love it. It's yes. free. The barcode scanner is. A lifesaver. Lifesaver. Use that barcode scanner whenever possible. I've noticed that I would say 90% of the things I scan are there. Yeah, I use it. And all you have to do then is just adjust the serving size to match what you're eating and log it in. It's so easy and it's kind of fun. It is. I like here. It's like a little kid playing store. Because then you got, to me, it's like how much money do I got left in the bank? Right. The bank is food. How much food I got left in the bank to eat? It's nice. The other thing is, so once you download the Nutrition IX app, take the time to add in your foods that you eat a lot, that you eat, you know, that you enjoy frequently, maybe that they're not scannable, add them as a custom food in there so that you could quickly put them into your log if you eat them frequently. Okay, take some time ahead of time. It's going to make your life so much easier. The next tip is start your day with high protein always so a I lot do. of protein every day like 40 to 50 grams of protein and yes supplement it doesn't have to be chicken or eggs it can also be like a whole food plus a supplemental protein like a protein powder and protein what bar. i did combine it and yep. then make it a lot yes didn't you have a super high protein breakfast right yeah now? i had a uh I'll, I'll name my breakfast oatmeal protein oatmeal which we add because of you, I forgot to add protein. Already cuts, so it's Kodiak is the brand. That comes with 10 grams for half a cup. And you told me have half, 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 half. Are you okay? Add half a scoop <laughs> of protein powder to add extra protein. So I did that. And then four jumbo eggs and then a shake. 100 grams of protein in my breakfast. Dude, that's crazy. 100 grams because you told me to add yeah. to the oatmeal. Protein, uh, when grams. it starts to get cool, I love to have oatmeal. But I always will have... have protein with my oatmeal and one up nutrition has the best protein powders you guys i'm not even kidding they're oh my, my favorite and they have a new one that's launching on friday it's called sunday ice cream cone it has bits and pieces of chocolate chips and yes. waffle cone in yep. it and he added that to his oatmeal and it's so good game changer try so it good. Hey, order that you guys and put it cook your oatmeal first is the trick so cook it first once it's cooked then you add your, your protein powder and then mix it in. Just mix it in, mix it in, and it blends right in. Game changer. Yes. So high protein. Actually, there's actually many studies that support that when you start your day with high protein, you consume less calories that day. Or you ha- it's easier for you to stay within your calorie deficit because that protein early on just keeps you so satisfied. And it's actually a really good thing to do on a day. Say that you're going to have an indulgent meal or a cheat meal. So say Saturdays, we're going to have a cheat dinner. Have a really high protein first meal of the day. And it will still, it'll control your impulses for that meal so that you don't go overboard. Yes, you're right. It's very, very important. You see why I do my big big ass breakfast now? Right. I always do heavy, heavy protein in the morning. First meal of the day. Um, So, and also... Breakfast and lunch are meals that are easier to control. They're usually within someone's control. They're usually solo meals, right? You're eating in the morning before work and you're eating lunch at work. You're not having to like incorporate your family or whatever. So if you get a lot of your protein needs out of the way within your first two meals, 
it gives you more flexibility for that dinnertime meal. Yeah. So you can basically, if, if most of your protein is out of the way, all you have to do is, okay, how many calories left do I have? And then you can eat whatever your family is eating. You just have to adjust your portion size. That is true. Because everyone always says that to me. But what about my family? How am I supposed to feed my family there, instead? There you and go. There's a the roadblock. Here's the answer. You can absolutely do it. It's no problem. Yes. Eat whatever your family eats. Yes. You don't have to eat something different. No. Eat what they eat. Just be strategic earlier in the day. Give yourself more freedom at night. Also, if you satisfy your protein requirement by dinner and you have calories left, guess what that means? You can have anything you want with those calories. A treat, popcorn, ice cream, whatever you want. Yes. Most days I'm able to have like a mini it's it ice cream or a bowl of popcorn. Some days, if maybe I had something that skewed my protein to calorie ratio, I'm like, shoot, I got to have the protein bar or the yogurt or something like that because I still have protein. So yeah. it all just depends. But these tips really do make it. Uh, you know what I want to say, though? I got to say something that, that I didn't dawn on. Our style of coaching, the Escobar style of macros. I love what you said. This is our style. There's different ways you could play with macros. Everybody has their way. Some coaches are super rigid by the book. Mm -hmm. We're more loose because it's all about balance. That's mm -hmm. what works, balance. I've, I've, I've been able to eat nachos, pasta, spaghetti, burritos, quesadillas. You name it, done it. I'm living proof. Our style of macros mm -hmm. works because it's balanced. I don't feel deprived. Even on cheat day, I'm like, shit, I feel deprived after... Or eat donuts and pizza to fulfill my... No, I don't mm -hmm. feel that way. I mean, you honestly sometimes get to like the cheat day or the higher calorie day and you yes. still just want to eat the same meals, just a little bit bump up the volume of them. Yeah. Because it's I just do. a higher volume day, but you still kind of... I'm still craving my, my you know, Mediterranean wrap or whatever, you know? Yeah. Because I, I truly love what I eat. It just makes it... It just makes it so much different. So the other thing in terms of your app, if you're setting up like Nutrition IX... Save three to four breakfasts that you love. Like create them in the app, save them. Because listen, how much variety do you really need? Okay, save three to four things. Like, right. you know, this breakfast, then you have a sweet breakfast, have a savory breakfast, have an oatmeal breakfast, have a, you know, just take the time, save them so that when you have them, it's just like plop it right into your tracker super easy because it's already created it's already all scanned in and created and saved in your app do the same thing for lunches save three to four of your you know favorite lunches and just rotate on those for a while and then when you get tired you know try to you know add in some more but if you have them already in there it's going to make it so much easier to track and then you're going to actually track yeah you exactly you, you won't miss because you know, there's times where, oh, shit, I forgot. What did I eat again? You have to go back and rethink and re-put it in your app. And then you'll forget after you already thought, that you thought okay, cool, I hit all you're my macros. You're and missing you're like, things. Oh, my God, I forgot that I had XYZ. Oh, I forgot I had servings of coffee creamer. Oh, yeah. I had a sugar-free syrup. Those count. They're not free calories. I keep they telling do. people, liquid calories count. Sorry. We don't make the rules. We're just here to tell you. The other thing that makes life easy when you're tracking macros is buildable, buildable meals, not recipes. So what I mean by that is buildable meals. Have like make two proteins at the beginning of the week. Yes. Make you know just today. This week's going to be tilapia and chicken or whatever. Yep. But you can do so many different things. You can have fish tacos one day. You can have mm -hmm. you know a chicken quesadilla one day or you can have chicken and rice another day you can have you can make so many different things with those proteins and you think of buildable meals so when you're tracking it's like okay i'm gonna pull in four ounces of chicken i'm gonna pull in rice i'm gonna pull in guacamole i'm gonna pull in sour cream because i had a chicken and rice bowl it's just like not like casseroles and and recipes you know no, what i mean lasagnas no. and things that are harder to track yeah, you don't just, make don't make it hard on yourselves. Make it yeah. simplify. So That's buildable I, meals. I follow yearly. That's what I do without even telling me. I just cook my carne asada. I just bought three pounds last night. I'm gonna whip that up. I get my chicken. I have it already. Today I might feel like some tacos. Right. Tomorrow I might feel like a burrito, homemade. And people are like a burrito. You can eat that and lose weight. Yes, I can. So you, that's that's highly what I recommend, especially if you're someone that needs a lot of variety. I used to be someone that would eat exactly the same thing every day all the time, but I, I've noticed that I've kind of liked a little bit of variety lately. 
So that does that does help. So think about that. And think about when you're building your meals, a protein, a carb, and a fat, and then greens for volume. If you like vegetables, that's even better because any to any meal that you make, add lots of greens and it's going to make it feel like a huge meal. It's going to keep you very full. Broccoli or Brussels sprouts, asparagus, spinach, kale. The kale use. A lot of times I'll just saute, I'll, I'll do a quick saute of crushed garlic and kale and add that to anything suddenly it feels like it's a freaking humongous meal that's smart like say you say you don't have many calories left but you need to do protein you could do all like pure chicken yeah and a ton of sauteed garlic garlic kale and and it feels like a huge meal that's yeah that's smooth yeah so that's um that's another tip um you know just make sure you have your proteins ready to go think about like what your carbs are your uh, rice pasta potatoes Simple. And just kind of put different meals together. And they can, you can do so many different things with those meals. Now, the other, my, the tip that's my favorite tip, and and write this one down, this is like gold. I know it's not, it sounds simple, but people just don't think of it. Those perfect days that you log, that you loved everything you ate, put it in your notepad, the date of that day. Like I loved today. This was so delicious food and it perfectly hit my macros. I loved it. Put in the date. And so the next time you're feeling like eating all those exact things again, just go and go to that date in your log and just eat all those exact things again. You don't have to relog it. Just follow it like a checklist. That's smart. That's smooth. So just note the date and maybe like write out what it was and like keep a note of like your favorite dates. Like, oh, I loved this day of eating. It had a Ninja Creamy in it. It had my falafel salad. You know, I had a whatever, you know, whatever my favorite things are, a mini pizza. It worked out so perfectly. My macros were perfect and I loved everything I ate. Now I'm going to write the date of this. And so the next time that I want to eat it, I just navigate to that date in my log and eat it voila and you don't have to retrack you don't have to recalculate you just simply make those same meals and now you're you've got another perfectly tracked day and it's a day that you loved and it just made everything really simple just like that that's one of my favorite tips that's a good tip i like that i like that the other day i should have I should do what you did. Um, I hit my perfect macros, like 2,400 on the button. Yeah, so then you just kind of go back to it and be like, you know what? I don't want to think too much today. Yeah. So I'm just going to go back to my log and I'm just going to eat all this again. Yeah, because sometimes you're right. You get brain fog of what you you want to eat. Just like you get workout fog. Like, oh, what am I going to do today in the gym? Yeah. I can't think of something. Yeah, exactly. Smart. Smart. So anyways, guys, that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have not subscribed... Make sure you subscribe because Hit that button. we are almost at 20,000 subscribers. We're so close. Let's so, go. Come on, so you guys. So excited about that. Leave yeah. us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and we will see you on the next one. See-